0: Welcome to Business Integrity Matters, a show that applies God's word to your work, discussing business basics and encouraging you to live out your faith Monday through Friday. Check out our complete schedule, practical business tools, and much more at Business matters.com Now, get ready to build trusted organizations and enduring legacies by applying God's truth to your work with Business Integrity Matters. And now here's your host, Bradley Waldrup.
1: Welcome. To, uh, the new set. Welcome to a brand new week. This is not our first rodeo, right? Because we've had a chance to do it now twice. And the new set is great. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, get online and download uh, the, the podcast or uh, download some of the interview material that we've already posted on the website and Facebook. That website is businessintegritymatters.com. And the, uh, the, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash businessintegritymatters. Uh, If you have an email question or a suggestion for the show, or hey, maybe you want to be on the show as part of an interview, send me an email to Bradley at Business Integrity Matters, and we'll do everything we possibly can to get you on or get your question on. And you know what? If you have a story, uh, one of the things that, that I seem to find so incredibly encouraging about this show is that if you have a story about living out your faith at the office, I want to hear it. And so do, so do the other listeners. We really want to be able to collect all of those, broadcast them on the show, post them on Facebook, put them on the YouTube channel, do whatever we have to do. And so if it's a phone call and a, and a voicemail, great. If it's a simple text message, I want to hear that too. And heck, if you have a smartphone and you just want to record something and send it to us, we'd, we'd love to post it for you. Because what we find is that your struggle and your ability to just sort of march in through this process, uh, just being obedient to what God would have you do on a daily basis at work is such an encouragement. If it's not an encouragement to anybody else, it's certainly an encouragement to me. So send those in. Uh, This last week, uh, we covered, or the the, the week prior, the show prior, we covered sort of the foundational pieces to the patriarch era. And the patriarch era, we're going to talk about more today, but uh, just think to yourself, what kinds of things are you doing today that are going to impact the organization in the future, and uh, whether it's the people or the processes or what have you, and so think about that. But, but while you're thinking about that, I just want to tell you a little bit about what life is, has been like over this last week. Talk about an encouragement over this last week. We are doing everything we possibly can to prepare for the roadshow that we're headed to for the National Religious Broadcasters Association in Nashville. And in order to do that, we're putting together demo video, we're putting together intro, intro video and, and audio. And in all of that, we got a chance to spend an entire day on the road in North Carolina from Charlotte to Spartanburg and in between, all the way, out, in fact, up here to Asheville. And wow, what an encouragement. We got a chance to sit and chat, and we're going to have an interview play uh, in the later, later half of this show, but we had a, a chance to sit with a guy who has just been trying to figure it all out, doing very practical things, not costing a lot of money, praying the whole way, and one bold statement he made while we were there was, it didn't matter what he started, he just started something, and what was amazing to him was that God has blessed it every step of the way. And it, it, that's for me, was really great to hear. Uh, his entire video interview is going to be posted on YouTube here shortly, We're right in the middle of, of doing the last bit of rendering and production of, of that. And, um, you know, that was really great. And in addition to that, we went by, um, what one of, the, one of the goals we have in this show is to interview some folks that are just really out on, on the, the cutting edge of what's happening in this industry, what's happening in this kind of a ministry. And uh, we went to a friend of ours, who is part of His Way at Work. And His Way at Work has been in a ministry, workplace ministry, for four to five years now. And they've had a chance to really figure out a lot of those things that really work inside organizations from a cultural standpoint. And to sit and listen to him and the changes that they're making and and the successes that they've had, it's just been a, a really fun to watch. We've had a chance to sit with them and talk to them about what things are practical and how to get some of their success stories onto our show. And I think that we've made a partnership there. And We're going to kind of take it one step at a time and do what we can to get those folks on video and just encourage you, encourage me, and, uh, and just apply God's Word to work on a daily basis and just try to be obedient and all of that. So uh, this week, also... Uh, as we were, we we're talking about the patriarch era, it's funny to me how you end up having people in your life that just lean into you, and they teach you something that maybe you didn't know before. And uh, well, Pete's here in the studio, but what he doesn't know is is that we were on the on the road on the way back from this this road trip, and I've had a vehicle that needed some repair for months. And one of the repairs that I had just simply assumed it was going to be uh, was a a brand new clutch. And that's an awful lot of work. And and he just simply asked us a few simple questions. And in the the few simple questions, uh, he reduced the amount of effort and the amount of of money it would cost in order for us to have it fixed uh, down to literally 50 bucks. And it was really amazing to me. And the, the great part about it is that those are the kinds of things that happen day to day that we can look back on and say, you know what? There's a lesson in all of that. If I just simply share what I'm having difficulties with, somebody probably has already had a difficulty with it and fixed the problem. And if we just show a little bit of vulnerability and say, you know, I just don't know all the answers. I just, I can't figure it out myself. How, how are we gonna do this? And, um, you know, you get, you get something like that that happens and you get a chance to race off and try to get it fixed And then after it gets fixed, you get to celebrate. And uh, and so that's what we're doing a little bit this morning is celebrating some of that. And as we're talking about the patriarch piece of it all, uh, one of the things that's interesting to me is that I got a chance to fix my vehicle with my daughter. And I remember when I was a kid, I got a chance to work with my dad and my brother on cars. And although we don't meet eye to eye on a lot of things, I got a chance to see what life was like. I got a chance to tinker. I got a chance to know that, you know what, if I strip a bolt, I go get another one. If I break something, I can figure out a way to fix it. Uh, to be able to take that kind of risk is a big deal. Well, because of all of that, I get a chance to do that with my daughter. And, and you know what, it was, it was late last night when we were fixing the car. It was late and it was dark. And in all of the darkness and it was cold, I said, hey, you know what, if you want to go in, I, I get it. She says, no, you know what, I'm having fun. <laughs> wow, you're having fun fixing a car? Well, it wasn't as much fixing a car as it was solving a problem and working together. And, uh, and, and I'm hoping to be able to implant in her this ability to take some of these kinds of risks where, you know, you just don't know how it's going to all pan out. But, uh, you know, you're going to bust a few knuckles, you're going to bleed all over the place sometimes, and, and, you know, it is what it is. But when you get a chance to solve the problem, you get a chance to celebrate. You know, it were high fives like crazy in front of the hood, you know. It was awesome. And, and then you get to take the test drive around the block. And, and, and there's this sense of accomplishment in all of it, to know that, that we were crafted in a way that we could fix stuff. And uh, not only that, but, but now she and I can be partners in fixing other things. And she'll have more confidence in coming to me and asking me uh, maybe how to fix something else. And I may not know the answer, but we'll, we're willing to work through it together. And I think that that is kind of a neat example of exactly what we're going to talk about today in the patriarch era. If you think a little bit about kind of where we are, we are in the Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph stories. And the the blueprint that God has given us in their own lives to show what the trust level looks like and what their accomplishments are, it is just absolutely phenomenal. And so, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to dive pretty deep into Abraham today. And we're, we're going to take 15 or 20 minutes to do that. And then we're going to, while we do that, we're going to apply it directly to work. And I've got some really great ideas. Not only do I have some great ideas, I've seen it happen. And then we're going to hear from someone who's done it. And we're going to find out what that really looks like. And for me, I'm just really encouraged because we get a chance to dive in later in this in the show to a guy, guy's life that, that he's poured his blood, sweat, and tears into a hundred employees, family-owned business. And you know what? It's not the most glorious business on the planet. He makes pallets of all things. But in the making of pallets he's doing a great ministry. And in the making of pallets, he's living out his faith. And, and doing all what he's doing is, is amazing because it's not, just, it's not just giving people a job. It's changing people's lives. And, uh, and I'm really encouraged by that. And so we're going to take a look at that when we get back from a short break. Um, and, and not only are we going to be looking at that, but we're going to look at the scriptural pieces for... What the examples are that we can take from, and try to understand how to apply it, and, and look at those as really great encouragement, encouragements to take the next step. Go ahead and live in faith, and see what happens. See what God does with it all. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do the break right now. And so, hang out, and we'll be right back. Hey, folks. Uh, no, not to worry. I don't mean to just butt into the podcast here. I just wanted to let you know that we're having some technical difficulties with the microphones. So in this short break, what is going to happen is you are going to pick up kind of where the technology uh, came back to us. And so apologize for that, and we're going to get that fixed for the next one. Thanks for your patience, Doctor. So you soon. have to remember, I'm a recovering civil engineer, and so everything besides math and science just don't even make any sense to me. Uh, so from, a, from a, a, an excitement standpoint, I, I never really felt like I could get into the, the Old Testament until later on when I started to understand God's bigger story. And when I started to understand it, you know, this cover to cover uh, being, being this, this complete package and an understanding of how we got to where we are and understanding the lessons in all of it. And, and with that specifically, I want to get back to where Abraham was. Uh, you know, Abraham and his, and his two brothers with their dad moved from Ur and they were headed toward Canaan. And you know what? Dad never made it. Dad had a heart to make it, but he, ne- he just never made it. He settled before they got there. And you know, Ian, when I look back on that, I think to myself, how many of us have been in a position in which we feel like we have to make it all the way on our own? We know that there's a promise out there. We know that there's a vision out there. And we feel like we're obligated to go the entire distance on our own. And I just, I get encouraged by the story that says, you know, that Abraham's father didn't make it the whole way, but he made it part of the way. And in making it part of the way, he had some sort of culture inside his own family, inside his own tribe, that allowed them to go together. And, and he saw traveling together as a family, settling together as a family, to be really really important Um, and so I just wanted to you know sort of think about that in your own life are you are you the guy are you the gal running a business running an organization running a ministry that you feel like you have to make it to the finish line all by yourself because if you do you're taking on a huge burden that you may not need to look around yourself and find out who can join you in the pursuit who is that next generation that can go the next level who is it that can be trained up by you and trained up by others and actually be better than you? Who is it in the organization that has a different set of skills that uniquely sets themselves apart for the next piece of the journey? It may not be you as the owner of the organization or as the founder of some sort of nonprofit, it, And that's okay as long as you all get on the same page and know what the end goal is. And then, and then we look at Abraham himself. You know, Abraham lost what appears to be his younger brother. Um, and in losing his younger brother, we we see that he grabbed a hold of his nephew as his own kid. And he loved on his own kid, you know, or loved on Lot just like he was his own kid. And the beauty of all of that for me is to know that, you know what, it's, it's even okay to adopt in a way and... And take on the role to teach someone else uh, the the value uh, or the values that you that you hold near and dear to your heart. And when they were getting ready, this is so amazing to me. They were getting ready to go to Canaan. And before they went, God came to them and said, "Go. I'm going to give you this land." It in the Bible it never says well, you know, Abraham thought about it for a little while. He hung out with with his wife for a little while. He talked a lot about it, talked to his other brother about it. Um, Neighborhood, uh, you know, they threw dice to figure out whether it was a good idea. Uh, you, You don't see any of that. He didn't ponder anything. It simply says he went. And that's so great for me because when you get a chance to understand what God's plan is in your own life, and that is where you are in business, I think, you know, if you view your business as a gift that God has given you and a mission God has put you on, all of a sudden, it takes on a completely different perspective. It allows you to do things at work that you never would have done before. You're created to create. You're created to work. And work is a good thing. God worked for six days, and he continues to work every single day, and he's an active God. And with all of that work, we get the chance to see that this wonderful pattern exists and, and when, we, when we understand that we can be like Abraham and hear what God has for us to do and move on it, to know that we may not have to go the entire distance, but just to go as far as God wants us to go to get somebody else to go the next piece, it takes some of the burden away from us. But the other thing for me is that when I think back on that story, Abraham wasn't looking to come back. Have you ever noticed how it how it talks in the Bible about what Abraham did? He went and he got his family and his servants and all of his possessions and packed it up and said, "We're gonna go." That, that he didn't leave a, a tent behind. He didn't leave any of the herd behind. He didn't leave someone to say, "You know what? Watch after our property here." He didn't do any of that. He was all in. He was moving and he was moving for good. And what, one of the reasons I say that is that I think that when we when we're called at work in particular. We have one foot in and one foot out. We want to make sure that we have the security of the paycheck and the solid job and 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 the the very clear vision plan vision statement and, and the strategic plan and all that other stuff and, and that's good. But I think sometimes we sacrifice God's absolute best for our own comfort and and being able to sit where we feel comfortable. And and when I think about this story, the other thing that's amazing to me is that Abraham must have been somebody that everyone trusted, or they would have never gone with him. I mean, could you imagine coming home one day and saying to your wife and to your kids, hey, grab the neighbors, tell them to pack up their stuff, and we're not coming back. Where are we going? Well, we've never been there before, but God says this is where we need to go. I mean, can you imagine what that's got to feel like? Well, that's exactly what happened. And so he's got to have this solid character with him. And I'm thinking that that solid character is the same solid character that he's trying to impart on Lot, that he's trying to impart eventually on Isaac, uh, that he was trying to impart on, on Ishmael, all of which he was in direct contact with as the father figure. And if, you're own a, if you own a business, if you're a leader in a business, if you're a supervisor in a business, if you're a peer, I think you get a chance to take on that role. And one of the things I wanted to say you know, in, the, in the quick five minutes that we have before the break Here is the practical application I get out of this piece, something that you can do at work Monday morning. It really comes, for me, down to mentorship. Who in your business, who in your industry, who in your neighborhood are you willing to mentor? There's a significant difference in my mind between coaching and mentoring. Coaching would be that desire to continue to have someone perform at their absolute utmost. And so you're providing all of these corrections along the way. Like really great coaches for professional athletes. Hey, your swing is just barely off. Your hips are in the wrong position. You're not swinging all and following all the way through. Um, hey, when you tackle, drive through someone. You know, all those kinds of things you see in professional sports. Follow through on the basketball, on a, on a, on the basketball court. All of those kinds of things, that's coaching. What I'm talking about is mentorship. I mean, find someone that you can sit with and chat with and talk about what life really looks like, what the tough decisions are. Work with them on their character traits. Get through those significant challenges in their life with them face-to-face. I mean, really, for me, a really amazing thing can happen, and I've seen it happen. I've worked on mentoring programs inside businesses where you take a supervisor one once removed and you make it a completely and totally voluntary, voluntary thing. You say hey look what we're doing is we're trying to do what we can to lean into your life and and not just your professional life but your personal life too and we want for you to meet regularly with someone who is a, a once removed from your direct supervisor because they don't they don't have the direct interaction to coach you on a daily basis and you don't want them to you want to learn from their experiences so I would say do two things. Develop a mentoring program and and find your own mentor. Find those people who wanna who wanna work with you to, to get you through the, the current situation you, which you're in. I mean think about what it could really be like at the office if you just simply on Monday morning you came in and you said, Okay, we're gonna do something different. We are gonna train and we, we, we buy into the training thing, and we're gonna do it. But what what I really wanna be able to do is I want I want the 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 wise people in the organization, I want those people who have been around a long time, even the young people who have been part of the organization for many, many years. I want you to volunteer to take someone under your wing, not necessarily to father them, not necessarily to baby them, but to care about them and care about the decisions that they have to make and support them along the way. I mean, imagine what, what would change in the culture in the organization you would all then be working toward the common purpose and the common goal, and you would get this really great candid feedback from people who are around you that you could implement right away. It would save you from a lot of heartache from making the same mistake someone else made. I mean, think, think about that. Have you ever seen someone fall flat on their face in the office and then everyone just simply assumes that there was nothing to learn there except don't work with that guy? I mean, what if, what if it was that guy that came to you and said, you know what, you're headed down the same path I'm headed down. These are the things that happened to me. Please don't make the same mistake. And they were just caring about who you were, not necessarily how you performed at work. That kind of program, I think, can help organizations get from a single, uh, a single generational attitude to a multi-generational attitude, to an attitude that we're all in it together, that we have a chance to be able to impart character and skill sets on other people around us. And it doesn't have to cost you a cent. The reality is, most of us, if we are given an opportunity to help someone else out, most of us will. And, and it, I, don't know why, I don't know why, other than that we tend to care about one another, why that happens, but it does. And, and I'll bet you, you could end up with a volunteer mentoring program that could spring up out of the middle of nothing And you'll get a chance a year from now saying, wow, all of those really great company secrets, they're no longer secrets. Somebody else knows. Somebody else knows the story about when we went out on a limb and we purchased some things that maybe we didn't know we had enough money to do and it worked out. When I went out on a limb and said, you know what, we're going to hire somebody because we believe that that's the right thing to do and it worked itself out. Uh, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, that's really One advantage you get in being able to work together is learning from each other's mistakes. And so I would say, uh, you know, work on a mentoring program. And uh, and then what we're going to do when we get back, I'm going to do a quick introduction into this interview. We're going to sit and we're going to listen to this interview. And after the interview, we're going to chat about what he just said. So stay tuned.
0: The new music choice for Asheville, WGNW 95.7.
2: Did you know that myrtle oil has been used for centuries for numerous conditions? Myrtle essential oil has properties that make it effective for hypothyroidism, digestive issues, infectious diseases, and respiratory illnesses. 95.7 The Choice would like to thank Jackie McLaughlin for her generous support. For more information about essential oils, visit oil-essentials.com or call Jackie at 828-452-2958. That's 828-452-2958. 95.7 The Choice would like to thank Dry Pros for their generous support. Dry Pros has 27 years of experience in the cleaning, restoration, mold remediation, and waterproofing of homes and businesses just like yours. Whether it's routine cleaning or restoration from flood damage or mold, the team at Dry Pros has the experience to get it done right the first time cleaning all types of floors, windows, fine area rugs, and upholstery, they cover it all. For more information, their number is 828-277-9511, that's 828-277-9511, or visit them on the web at www.drypros.com, that's www.drypros.com.
0: Where do you turn for Christian concerts and events?
2: Where can you get news from
0: a Christian perspective? And encouraging articles written by and about the local Christian community. Turn to the Journey Christian Newspaper.
1: Available in print and online.
0: Visit www.journeychristiannews.com Or call 828-676-6535. The Journey Christian Newspaper. Encouraging Christians on their walk with Christ. My God's not dead, He's
2: surely alive. He's living Welcome
1: back to Business Integrity Matters. I love break time. <laughs> break time is great. If you've ever got a chance to, to participate in something like this, you only get a minute or two minutes of break time. Uh, if you're watching on the webcam, you get a chance to see what's going on. But um, uh, the funny thing is, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, we, we we can't hear what's going on. And so if you're behind a camera, then you never worry about it. So it's all good. And uh, yeah, and, and you know all the stuff that was going on here. at The break—you just saw me here sitting in the chair. But uh, we get a chance to interact, and it's really great. Well, if you if you joined us just just now, right after this break, bef- before the break, we were talking about the patriarch era and and how Abraham has left behind for us this really neat blueprint of what you can do in multi generational organizations. And one of the takeaways I have is a mentorship program, and that is to just take someone in under your wing and help them along in their career, help them along in their life, help them along uh, in their current job, trying to prepare them for something else. And it's not a coach's role. It's not an opportunity to be able to write down an evaluation of how someone is doing. It's about sitting and listening to their life and trying to help them get through those kinds of decisions. And So I would encourage you to do that on Monday morning, uh, right after you get a chance to watch this. Think about it over a day or two. And then, and then just go to the office and say, hey, what about us? And, and this goes for you if you're a faithful worker at the office and you don't have a mentorship program and you heard this show and you said, hey, look, this sounds like a good idea. Go to a supervisor and say, hey, what would it take for us to figure out a way to volunteer or have people come up and volunteer to just go and sit for a cup of coffee or a lunch or whatever every once a month? And find out what happens. I'll, I'll bet you there are a lot of companies out there who would say, well, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Let's go and do that. It's not going to cost us a lot of time. It's not going to cost us a lot of money. It may not cost you any time or any money. Uh, you might be able to just get it all done on your own. So give that a shot. And uh, what, what I want to do is here, I want to introduce an interview. Um, Pete Blackshaw and I got a chance to go to, North Car- or to um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And we went into the sort of uh, industrial section of, Nor- of uh, Charlotte. And in that, there is this really super glamorous company. And that super glamorous company is called Custom Pallet. They, they build pallets, right? Super glamour. You know, lots, of, lots of things going on at one time. Uh, there, there's a manufacturing facility and a, a lot of just really great labor. Well, this particular business is amazing because about 15 years ago, the guy who owns it, Jamie Gilbert, went out on a limb, and he said, you know what, I think that this idea of corporate chaplains is a good one, and I want to try to figure out how to implement corporate chaplains. I don't even know what that looks like right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. And he did it, and, and you'll hear him talk about the fact that all that chaplain really wanted was a personal relationship with the employees and how unique that is. Uh, in an organization and so he took that step and then he got connected with His Way at Work and C12 and both of those are workplace ministries and you get a chance to figure out how to live out your faith at work and actually create a ministry inside the office. Well one one of the things that I got out of all of it is that Jamie's been at it for 15 years and he still hasn't got it all figured out. The beauty of that for me is that that means go and do something and try to figure it out yourself as well. Be encouraged to just take the step. And incrementally, you're going to find that things work and some things don't, and that's okay. And if you talk to Jamie, he's going to tell you, you know what, I'm a very practical guy. I don't want it to cost me a lot of money. I don't want it to cost me a lot of time, but it's important to me, and I'm going to try to figure it out. And So what I want you to do is just take a minute here. It's actually about almost eight minutes worth of interview. And I just want you to hear the interview and listen to Jamie and then when we come back after the interview we're going to talk about what he just said and things you and I might be able to do in our own businesses to mimic what Jamie's done so here we go We're here with Jamie Gilbert of Custom Palette and I just wanted to take a moment and hear his story a little bit about how he lives out his faith at the office and just to let him encourage you to be able to do the same jimmy can you do us a
2: favor and just tell us how important it is that you live out your faith and the things that you do bradley i'd love to tell you what we do we we decided a few years ago to turn our business more into a workplace of ministry than just a pure business and the first thing we did was write a set of core values that's very exciting to us we uh... we say and we are in fact a company that's that's grounded in the christian values of honesty Integrity, respect, kindness, and a sense of social responsibility. We strive to honor God and all that we do, and this is reflected in how we conduct our business and how we care for our employees. And I got to tell you that, that since we did that, the attitude in, around our office and the way we treat our people has changed and has changed for the better. We were talking earlier about
1: whether or not you had ever lost any sales based on your set of core values and the lifestyle you have here at the office and you responded in a very candid way and I just wanted to be able to have other people hear what that was well
2: you know I've been asked by business associates and others if if having christian core values has ever cost us any business or not and I can honestly say I don't know but if it has that's okay because that those might be the kind of companies we don't choose to do business with anyway.
1: Jamie, can you do me a favor and tell me why business integrity matters to you?
2: You know, I, I was brought up in a Christian household, and 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 my parents uh, always lived uh, good lives, and and I I know the difference between right and wrong, and I always have. And and integrity to me is is nothing more than than, than knowing what's right and knowing what's wrong, and. and The problem with business, if you look at it as a problem, is there's a lot of gray areas in business. We we treat other people the way we want to be treated, and it works out really well that way. It's not always easy, and it's not always simple. But if you're committed to your values, it's not hard to do. It's simple, it's just not easy. Do you have an example of something
1: that was a hard decision to make, but you knew what the right thing to do was? and you chose the hard path instead of the short path?
2: Uh, Well I've got a number of examples probably. The one that comes to mind is the most expensive example. Uh, We were doing business with a a man that i would known for in excess of ten years and he began to have financial problems and and he ended up uh, not being able to pay us a a a really significant amount of money and uh, and I had to call Ed up and tell him that I forgave him and Mm -hmm. that I did forgive him and i've not taken legal action against him and i've not uh told the world what he did to me and 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 it was uh it was the right thing to do and 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 i gained a sense of uh of relief over it because that that burden of worrying about what had happened is it it's it's gone you know it's in god's hands and 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 we can move forward w- without the negativity and 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 the problems that 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 go along with unforgiveness.
1: All right, Jamie. When you think about the future of this organization, and you understand the impact of the culture you have now for many generations, what is either the biggest struggle or the biggest opportunity you have in that multi-generational piece?
2: Uh, Legacy-wise, it, it, that's a tough question for me to answer. I, I've got two adult children uh, that are not interested in, in, in taking uh, any ownership in Custom Pallet, and I'm 62 pretty soon, and so I've been thinking about that. And uh, the ministry that we have at Custom Pallet is is uh, really important to our leadership team and it's important to our employees. And and what we do going forward, and, and when the time comes for me to probably sell the business, um, I, I think I'm going to have to sort of be choosy about what buyer buys it and, and what sort of... Uh, uh, spiritual foundation they have. And and if I have to put something in a sales agreement to incentivize them to continue to to provide a chaplain for our people, which is an amazing thing that that, that, that he does for our folks and and, and to continue to, with the Thursday morning prayer meeting and Bible study that we do and, and to continue with all the other things that we do uh, then that's probably something I'd have to give strong consideration to because it's a it's a great responsibility to own a business. When I, I joined C12 a few years ago, to learn how to make our business a platform for ministry. And one of the things I learned from C12 is that as the owner of a business, we impact not only our 100 employees, but the 150 people that live with them and, and their family. We impact not only our 100 uh, customers, but but two or three hundred people uh, at those businesses and we impact not only the hundred people that come in and apply for work and don't get the job but how do we treat them when they are here and we impact their families as well. So we've got the chance to impact over a thousand people a year and, and that's bigger than, than most churches. The average church in this country has got about 175 members. So so it's a, it's a great responsibility that we have and, and we work hard to try to fulfill it and try to honor God. If you had one bit of
1: advice to give to other company owners leaders faithful workers who are trying to figure out how to live out their faith at the office what would it be
2: that's a great question um, and, and this could be a long answer <laughs> uh... you know we started fourteen years ago when we hired corporate chaplains to come in and minister to our people and and that was a huge step for me at the time and as a matter of fact when i introduced the chaplain to all of our workforce at the time. I said, you know, this is the only guy here that doesn't want anything out of you. I mean, if your supervisor walks by, he wants you to work harder. If I walk by, I want you to work smarter. And we all want something out of you. And all the chaplain wanted was was a relationship. And and so I would you may not have a big enough business to have a chaplain. But I would say do something bold. Um, we've we 've added a lot of things over the years and, and, and we, many of them we 've gone into with, with great fear and trepidation that we might look foolish, or that no one might come when we started our Thursday morning Bible studies, we said, "Guys, what if only two people come and we have forty people coming uh, when we started our benevolence fund, you know, we thought well, what, if, what if no one gets to it and, and, and we 've got you know fourteen thousand dollars a year coming into the fund that we can disperse to help our people when they have financial troubles. So all I would say to you is, is, God thinks bigger than you do, because God thinks big, a lot bigger than I do. And and find ideas from people and and just implement something and see how it goes. Because we've everything we've implemented has been blessed, and and it's not because we're smarter than anyone else or more faithful than anyone else but we just decided that we were going to do it and and god has blessed every time we've tried something new god's blessed
1: jamie thank you very much for not not just coming on camera and telling us your story but blessing me in this experience it really does encourage me to know that there are people on the front line slugging it out every day trying to figure out the practical ways to apply our own faith to work knowing that the fog is not necessarily lifted much more than three feet ahead of you, but you continue to walk forward. So thank you very much for that, and thanks for the interview. I'm happy to do it. Well, here we are, back from the interview, and what a a neat opportunity to be able to sit in the foreman's office in Jamie's building and really just sort of watch life happen. You know, behind the scenes, when you look at it, it's just like every other business. They're concerned about the bottom line. They're concerned about being able to employ employ more people. They're, They're concerned about property issues. We were chatting about that early on. He has actually two warehouses that he operates out of, one busier than the other, but he was trying to figure out how to combine the two, and that just doesn't make financial sense. I mean, those are all very real operational issues. At the same time, in parallel, he has put on just about every wall that he could find his vision statement, his core values, and his mission statement. And his core values simply say that they're the Christian core values of. And he lists them. And how great is that to be able to say, you know what, this is what we stand for. And you could leave the word Christian out and they would all be still really fantastic values. He just happens to say, I'm going to claim where they came from. So one of the things that was really great for me was just to sit in that office and be encouraged by a guy who has not just talked about it, but he's done it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick break here. We're going to kind of recap some of the things that he's done and talk about what you can do in your own business. Stay tuned.
2: Supporting the local community. WGNW 95.7 The Choice.
0: Programming at 95.7 The Choice is made possible with the generous support of business partners like Area 22 Guitars. Area 22 Guitars is Western North Carolina's only boutique guitar shop. Whether it's an American-made, all-tube, hand-wired amp like Matchless, divided by 13, Carr or Fargen, or a U.S.-built custom luthier electric guitar brand like Anderson, PWE, Zion, Rowan, or Gatto. Area 22 Guitars specializes in the unique needs of the discerning musician. They carry a full line of boutique effect pedals like Keeley, Exotic, Rockbox, Manitone, and Wobbler. And their acoustic guitars include Breedlove, Larrivee, Eastman, Bedell, and Crafter. Area 22 Guitars, not your average guitar shop. For more information, go to area22guitars.com or call them at 828-884-2222. That's 828-884-2222. Did you know that essential oils were used in biblical times to protect God's people from pestilence? Frankincense, as an example, was said to be good for everything from gout to a broken head. In other words, good from head to toe. 95.7 The Choice would like to thank Jackie McLaughlin for her generous support. For more information about essential oils, visit oil-essentials.com or call Jackie at 828-452-2958. That's 828-452-2958. What is the center of your universe? Has that brought you true satisfaction? The center of your universe will determine if you are truly satisfied. Jesus is the center of the universe, the source of all satisfaction. Curious? Explore Centrality, weekly opportunities at 5 p.m. at 12 South French Broad Avenue in the Cornerstone Church Sanctuary. For more info, go to
2: www.centralitychurchashville.org. Welcome
1: back to Business Integrity Matters, and before the break, we were talking to we were, we heard an interview from Jamie Gilbert at Custom Palette in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I don't know about you, but he. He actually said some really profound things in that interview. One of the things that you may not know about is he had made a mention of this thing called the Benevolence Fund. And most people go, what in the heck is a Benevolence Fund, right? It's like, a, it's like a big bucket by the door that folks throw money into, and then they distribute it on a monthly basis to the families in need at the organization. And sometimes companies say, you know what, They're, I want to do a matching fund. And so employees give some, and the company gives some. Some say, hey, look, you know what? As a company, this is something we want to do on our own, and so we're going to give you a chance to to manage some of that money, and you can kind of give it to where it belongs. And others just simply say, it's all employees. Well, what you just heard was that Jamie's team, not Jamie, but Jamie's team has $14,000 a year to give away, to give away to whomever makes good sense for the team. And what I mean by that is that they literally have a caring team inside the organization that meets once a month, and they consider all of the different things that they could spend the money on, whether it's a family who has a car that's broken down, they have a family that's having a brand-new child, maybe there's a marriage problem in the company and they need to go have some counseling sessions. Maybe it's simply a vacation because life has been so stressful that they can't figure out how to just sort of unwind the caring team has a chance to be able to make all of that happen. So that's something that's so practical to me to watch. And it's something that his way at work, as, as their workplace ministry talks about quite a bit, is how to develop these caring teams internally and how to give them the authority that they need in order for them to, to have the choices and, and act on those choices and provide to those that are around them. I also know that there are some caring teams out there who, when they give the money, the, the money comes with some conditions. And some of those conditions include maybe a biblical stewardship type course. What, what is God's view of money all about? And how do you make sure that you don't end up in the same position you're in now? How do, you, how do you equip people, how do you rescue them at the moment and equip them for the future? That's really kind of what they're trying to do. And I, I've had a chance to talk to others that are putting together a caring team to do, instead of the reactive work, the proactive work. And what I mean by that is that is to be able to offer uh, marriage counseling or, um, or grief counseling or uh, other types of activities that you can do before a particular event rather than trying to provide the rescue to build the foundation. And uh, you know, that, can, that can take all kinds of forms, but wow, how neat is that? And then what you don't know is that the, one of the reasons why the mentoring program worked for me, it sort of hit me the way it did is that off camera, we were talking to Jamie, and he's almost 62 years old, you heard that on the tape, he's almost 62 years old, and he's just now starting to mentor others. And in that mentoring process, he's getting a lot out of it himself. He gets a chance to care for others and see and kind of work into their lives, and he gets a chance then to see all of the wisdom that's come from the mistakes he's made and the good things that he's done in his own life, the good choices he's made, and turn it into a really great opportunity to just spread well beyond that one person he's talking to. So those are just two very simple, practical things that can happen, and they're, and they're biblical. I mean, we just talked about how to take care of one another and how to develop this kind of culture and what life looks like for the, those kind of pillars of the faith, Abraham in particular that we were talking about today. So, I mean, be encouraged by that. I know that I am. And if you were to do any of those kinds of things, I mean, think about what your organization would look like just a month from now. If you went back on Monday morning and you said, here's the deal. I'm going to live on the edge. I'm going to do something totally and completely crazy. And I'm going to start a mentoring program. I mean, wow, that's so crazy, right? And it costs you so much money and so much time, and that's really living on the edge. But in a month, imagine the lives that could literally literally change inside your own organization just for that. And then ultimately, think about implementing something like a benevolence fund. What would happen if you had an employee who was a, a, a really loyal employee and did their best to get to work, but they couldn't get to work because their car was broken? because they needed a, a new slave cylinder for their clutch, for instance, or a new master cylinder for their clutch. And, and they needed to work with their daughter to fix it, right? Let's get all the way back to the beginning of the show. Um, and, but, but they didn't have the money to do it. They were dedicated to be at work, and somebody had to drive by and pick them up. They had to take a bus. They had to do all kinds of different things. What if, out of the kindness of the company's heart, at, at the fellow employees' hearts, said, you know what? We care about you. We need you at work. And we want you to be here so that you can be productive for us and that you don't have to spend all that time on the bus or or making all these arrangements so you can spend quality time with your family when you finally get home. I mean, imagine what the cultural change would be internally. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. This guy's got 100 employees and he's got $14,000 worth of budget. $14,000 worth of budget to just simply give away is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But it's nowhere near his salary costs, nowhere near his facility costs, nowhere near is insurance costs. I mean, practically speaking, it's a pittance, but it means so much, and it really means a lot when it comes from your fellow employees. And so, I mean, think about those kinds of things that you can change simply on Monday morning. You get there, and it's all brand new. So next week, we're going to pick up, we're going to actually have two interviews in the studio next week. And so I want for you to just sort of pay attention. We're gonna we're gonna do something different with our schedule. I haven't figured out exactly how we're gonna do all of that, but we're gonna do something different with the schedule and we'll break it up a little bit and continue to provide Mr. Mike Kaiser, our wonderful engineer, all these really great things that he has to change. Um, and, uh, and and he's gonna throw darts at me, uh, beat me over the head with a bat or something. But uh, you know, without without, without Mike, uh, this show wouldn't happen. And so you know, thank you for your flexibility and uh, be prepared to be gumby next week, I guess. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like, but we're going to do it. And uh, we're going to have a great time doing it. And as we're doing that, we're preparing, like I said at the beginning of the show, to go out to the NRB. And the NRB is uh, just going to be a fantastic place for us to connect with broadcasters and an opportunity for us to be able to take the show to a completely new level. And we're excited about that. Um, And if you have questions about this particular program or other programs coming up, Post it on our Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash Business Integrity Matters. You can go to the Business Integrity Matters website, click Contact Us, and send me something. You can simply send me an email to Bradley at Business Integrity Matters. It doesn't matter uh, how you get connected with me, but please connect with me. I, I get a chance to hear stories every day about how God is delivering in the business place. And I want to be able to share those in a way that is meaningful, something that you can tangibly see as, as someone's own encouragement to to get to the next level, and so um, you know, think about that, and think about this multi generational concept we were talking about. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about multi generations next week too, even with our guests, uh, and with all of that, who in your own life, who at your business, can you lean into on Monday morning? Who is it that? makes good sense for you to match their skill set up with the needs in the organization and advance the organization. Think about that. And then conversely, think about who you would like in your own life to, to build into you. Who is it that you need to go to and say, you know what, I don't have all the answers. I just don't. <laughs> but I know that you have some of them and maybe you can help me in getting from one step to the next. And so think about that. Um, one, one last bit I would like to say is that I get a chance to work in a roundtable on a really regular basis. Every two weeks we get together and we talk about real things, real operational matters in organizations. We roll up our sleeves and we ask that each, each other look at the way our businesses are run and try to make sure that we're honoring God with what we do and we have good business sense. I think those both go hand in hand. And we've had a chance to watch... Burdens be completely and totally relieved by individuals. We've watched, them, we've watched visions go from something that's so myopic to something that's so grandiose that now all of a sudden a team needs to be put in place in order to move it to the next level. And you know what's so amazing about it is that God is delivering the team one by one by one. I had a meeting yesterday that was so phenomenal to watch the individuals come in the door to say, hey, I don't know why I'm here, but I know I'm here. And so let's talk about why I'm here. And by the end of the meeting, every single person said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this part. They raised their hand, and they raised their hand because they understood why they were there. They understood the set of skills that they had and the needs in the organization. And God delivered this entire thing to the business. And so that was just really encouraging to me. And I think that if you were to band together with other Christian organizations, other, other Christian businesses, you would see the same. And, and one last bit, I guess, is I watched on Wednesday night a group of people here in Asheville. If you get a chance to come to Asheville on Wednesday night, and, and you have a heart for the youth in town, I got a chance to, to watch a group come together at what they call the Red Rhino. And, and something amazing happened. The, the guy who runs it, his name is Ted, Ted Stump. He doesn't believe in an, ag- in an agenda whatsoever. He just said, will let just, whatever happens, happens. And some of the coolest stuff happened. (laughs) So if you get a chance to go on Wednesday nights and you have a heart for the youth in the area, or hey, if you're outside the area, get a hold of Ted and figure out how to implement something like that in your own town. And I mean, I think that if we all come together for the same common purpose, that we're gonna get well beyond the geography issues and this territory is my territory and so on and so forth, and we're gonna do some really great work together
0: and that wraps up this week's edition of Business Integrity Matters with Bradley Waldrop. To learn more about us, you can find us on the web at businessintegritymatters.com. And there you will find our complete schedule, practical business tools, and much more. That's businessintegritymatters.com. Be sure to join us again next week. And on behalf of Bradley, may God grant you a blessed week.